welcome to another episode of Screw Me with Sherry and Andy. I'm Andy Bargo, and this is my bestie, Sherry Hardman. We decided to do something. Yeah. Andy Bargo and I will do anything for attention. <laughs> yes, we will. I'll tell you what I did. My nails, my hair, and my nails, my hair. You gotta give yourself credit for all the things you do. I'll tell you what I did earlier, later. Now I don't know when it'll happen. Earlier, 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 earlier. And we're here to discuss uh, my nails, my hair, and... Being the best at no matter what it is that you're doing. Now I don't know when it'll happen. Well, hello world. So we're live, that's fun. Yeah, we are. I uh, I am getting my act together. I've just been doing busy work. How are Sherry? Let me hear. How are you? I mean, we have a lot to recap. We had our big road trip to Boise. We're going to talk about. Well, we do. Before we get started, I just want to let people know that if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to subscribe, like, hit the notification bell, all that other stuff. All that stuff. And if you're watching us on YouTube, I mean on Facebook. Be sure to like and follow us and, you know, all that good stuff. Wherever you see us, follow us. And wherever you are, be sure to throw a little comment our way. Say, hey, tell me you like my hat. Tell Sherry you love her hair, whatever. Yeah, I got a new dress. Don't love my hair today. It's not lovable, but my my dress. <laughs> Your yeah. dress is nice. I believe, is that the one you were ordering when we were on our uh-huh. road trip? Yeah, it was on sale. $44. It's, it's a nice dress. Wow. That is so awesome, Sherry. I'm happy for you. New dress. That's exciting. And, and you, Does you know where I'm going to be next week? Yes. You're going to be so there somewhere. Will be, yeah, there will be no scrutiny next week because I will be in Vegas. <gasps> you're going to be in Vegas. Well, before that, you're going to be at Odd Otter. That's true, too. I got lots of places I'm going to be going to be a busy gal yeah should we talk about that do you have anything coming up Hmm. um a nap hopefully (laughs) yeah don't even start me with the yawning um i uh don't have anything on the calendar this week that's uh i'm I'm hosting karaoke tonight at odd otter so if y'all want to come down that'd be fun and next thursday i'll mention it now since we're not doing scrutiny next week but next Thursday, I am giving a 45-minute presentation on change. It's going to be kind of a fun, interactive thing. It's at my Toastmasters meeting in Parkland. So everybody's welcome to come to that. Just hit me up. I'll send you some details. But that's at 6.30 next Thursday. Cool. Well, let me tell you where I'm going to be. Uh, tomorrow, I will be doing the disabled list at Northwest Film Forum. That's up on Capitol Hill. It's a show we do, I guess we're doing it monthly now, uh, and it's all comedians who have disabilities. So sometimes they're like, you know, seasoned like me. Sometimes there's someone getting up, trying it for the first time. It's a little bit of everything in between. It's uh, Kayla Brown and Dan Hurwitz, that's their show. And uh, it's always a good time. I'm kind of feeling like I've, done that room so many times or done that show so many times like oh do I have anything new to bring and I did a little bit of writing this week so nice it makes it challenging when you do the same room a lot like a lot of people think maybe it would be easier because you're comfortable there but it, in a lot of ways it makes it harder because 
you got to come up with new stuff. Well, you know, you're just not sure. Like, have these people seen me do this joke 12 times? Yeah. Or is this a whole new crowd? You know, you never, you don't really know. So that's how that. I feel when I watch you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, Saturday at 4.30 at Tacoma Comedy Club, I'm doing Live Rude Girls. That's a Courtney Bird's show. So that's all uh, female comedians. And then at seven, I'll be at the Ording Eagles doing a fundraiser. And then Monday, uh, our show at Odd Otter, it's going to be a great one. We've got uh, Aaron Engel, Lisa Wallen, uh, Val St. Clair, Megan, KD, and moi. So... That's going to be, that is a great lineup. That's yeah. going to be a fun show. Yeah. And so I'm leaving um, Thursday morning for Vegas. So that's, I won't be here. And it's just like, like today when I looked at them, like, oh, when am I, when am I going to Vegas? And then I'm like, oh my God, like next Thursday. I know I was surprised yesterday. I think when I saw the notice on, on the Facebook that said you were going to be going in eight days. And I just thought, holy moly, that's here already. So Andrew's getting really excited. We got a good trip planned. Um, Are you gonna try and track down Ponzi? Well, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Ponzi's not doing his live streams as often as he was. Oh. I mean, we're gonna try. We've got Friday just kind of set out to see what's gonna happen. Um, if we think that we can find Ponzi, then that's what we'll do Friday night. Uh, otherwise, We'll either go to the piano bar or we'll go downtown uh, late night. I kind of want to go to the dirty at 1230. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, that's good. You'll, you'll have fun no matter what you end up doing. And yeah. sometimes it's more fun having uh, loose plans where you just kind of follow the mood. Yeah. Yeah. So we have uh, plans for Thursday night and plans for Saturday night. So we're leaving Friday as our flexible night. So that'll be good. Oh. Very good. So we just had a blast of a road trip. Should we tell everybody about it? Sure. Go ahead. We went to Boise. <laughs> yeah, we did. No, we. So Sherry and I got in the car together. Well, we we left about seven ish mm -hmm. on Friday morning. Made the road trip. We made you know we stopped like. What did we stop once for gas? Maybe twice? I can't remember if we stopped yeah. twice or once on the way there. I think we stopped twice, but I'm not positive. Yeah. It was really just dictated by when we needed to get gas. And um, who knew we were such diehard road trippers? I know, like, right? We didn't have to stop to pee or anything. We just went, yeah, went we just, for it. Yep. We were excited to get there. And then we got there and took an epic nap. <laughs> Gotta take a nap before a late night show or before a nighttime show. I'm so mad because I forgot to create a post that I was going to do when we were in the room. And so next time we share a room, I'm, I'm going to have to do that. Uh, I'll tell you about that later. Okay. So keep an eye out for our next road trip. Uh, it'll be a surprise little TikTok video that we make together <laughs> in the hotel room. Um, <laughs> um, and then, yeah, took a little nap, then went to our show. And the show was awesome at Twisted district brewing that was fun that's a cool spot it was fun it was it was uh it was interesting the people there were really nice yeah we chatted with some folks after the show for quite a while mm -hmm. chris and mina i think uh 
I don't know, a couple of people might not have liked my uh, sexual mind reading, but whatever. Well, I think maybe only one. Yeah. I think she it was one like, of the... She didn't like it when I said that she gives weak hand jobs, so... Um, well, I don't think that what she liked was that her date agreed. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was like a Will, it was like a Will Smith moment. He laughed, and then he looked at her, and he's like, that's not funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but it was it was a good time. And then the next day we had the. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. You're forgetting part of this. So then we're going back to our hotel. Oh yeah. And my to... leg has been hurting me, so I didn't want to get in and out of the scooter to get in and to put it on the back. And so I said, I, I, you know, our hotel's just down the road. I'm just going to ride my scooter down the road. Yeah. And then like you can drive the car that. down the road. What? Yeah, it was like six or eight blocks away. It wasn't far at all. Okay. And like I just said. <laughs> I was disagreeing. <laughs> and uh, we saw a bar on our way that way. So I pulled in there to like look around and I looked around and I'm like, oh, it's a gay bar because there's jock straps laying right there and there's gay, <laughs> gay men everywhere. And so then I one. waited for Andy to come in. And then we we go in, We he goes in and looks around, comes back. Then we both go back, find a spot, sit down. And then he starts looking around going, I think this is a gay bar. I'm like, duh. Well, first of all, I didn't see jock straps anywhere. And on the one side where you were sitting, where, when I came in, the side that you were on had like a pool table and was more low key <laughs> in my defense. But it worked out since I was, uh, you know, oh, I wasn't wearing my tie-dye shirt that night. I should have been. Yeah. So it, I, that was just funny. Um, it was, <laughs> I mean, it was okay. It was a fine time. We didn't get crazy or anything. We, you no. know, we're, we're actually way too well behaved compared to what we used to be like. But uh, yeah, that's okay. I know. Well, and, and part of the thing was, like, I had, you know, we'd had, I had had a drink at the brewery. I hadn't had a lot. I just, I think I only had, no, I had, I had the beer and then I had a flight. So I'd had like two drinks at the brewery. And then um, I didn't really want to get wasted necessarily because I knew the next day we were going to be driving home. So we didn't want to be hung over. And, you know, I, I'm a little shy. So I, I didn't want to like, you know, go up and hit on people that I will probably never see again anyway. You do, you do get a little friendly when you have uh, cocktails in you. Yeah, but I didn't have enough to get super friendly. No, you didn't. So, so then we got yeah. up the next day and, uh, oh God, drove around Idaho. <laughs> we went to Albertson's parking lot. Trying to look for something to do. Ended up in, uh, I, I see some weird going off my hair. Oh, well. Ended up uh, driving through Albertson's parking lot just to look and see what they had out in front. Okay, that's what it was like there. But well, the thing is, we found the coolest place and the cool park like right before it was time to go to our our park. Like because we didn't Google where to go because you know we were in like kind of on the edge of town, so it wasn't really obvious where to go hang out. And uh, and when you're going to be in the car, yeah, we were exploring. So we had gone around a few different blocks, but then we found the really cool shopping center with the giant park right next to it. But that was right about time for us to head over. Yeah. 
We would have known that was there early and we we would have just went straight there maybe even yeah. done a little shopping or whatever. But I do have to admit that my um my leg had my leg had started to bother me back then. And so it's really yeah. been giving me grief. And uh so that I was not wanting to get in and out of the car a lot, I guess is what yeah. I'm saying. So yeah, so we were trying to find, you know, not do that. But, but yeah, but uh, compared to what it feels like now, it didn't even hurt then. So I should have yeah. taken advantage. I didn't know it was going to get worse. I thought it was going to get better. So I hope it turns around quick here before you yeah. get on the road to Vegas. I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow, so hopefully they can uh, help me out somewhat. Uh, you know, I'm worried. I got shows this weekend. Yeah, like uh, I, know. I was worried about that myself. I'm gonna go up the stairs and I'm not gonna have Dave with me to help me on Saturday. So I'm scared about that. I am, I gotta say. So, but it, it'll be fine. I'll have a cocktail and then I'll have adrenaline. So those two things will help me. <laughs> have a, a, a nice little mixture there. Yeah. Adrenaline definitely does help. Mm -hmm. But you know, actually that 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 is a nice looking shopping center in a beautiful park there in idaho i mean nice enough that it's like oh i could come back just to do these two things and yeah. make a oh, yeah. out of it really i mean i wouldn't want to drive that far just for that but right yeah. I, I i see a, a future trip to idaho in my future oh definitely i plan to go back i uh looking forward to it go back to the brewery that was a fun spot yeah yeah um <laughs> Okay, let's just say what we don't want to say is that the son's owner is really hot. So cute at okay. that place. Just adorable. Okay, fine. Just say it, but yeah. Yeah, so. I just like to support small local businesses. <laughs> yeah, bet you do. And uh, <laughs> Hot bartenders. <laughs> anyway. That poor guy, because I told him and the that he watches porn just for the pointers, and he didn't know what that meant. So I had to explain it to him, and he's like, oh, it means I'm bad. And somebody else said, oh, it just means you, you're like inexperienced or whatever. I said, I'm sure you're fine. And he's like, well, I wouldn't hype it up. So <laughs> I don't know uh, about that. Always an experience. Yeah. That's funny. The funniest thing, well, and the thing that was funny was when you said that, he was like on the edge of the room coming back in. So he hadn't heard the buildup of what you were doing necessarily with everybody. Right. So he kind of walked into it. Yeah. Um, but it was good. It did kind of stop him in his tracks, like what? But that also made it funnier too. Just yeah, to, he had no idea, idea what we were saying. He was a good, uh, good sport. Yeah, so we're leaving Thursday morning at seven thirty-five for Vegas. We have plans to go see Carrot Top. We're gonna go see Beatles Love. I'm so excited to show Beatles Love. I've tried before couple times but covid mm. screwed with me and so i've been trying to get to show beatles love to dave and andrew because it's like one of my favorite things in the whole wide world you know you want to share that with people that yeah. you care about and so i want them to see it and andrew also likes the beatles and dave appreciates music so we're going to do that so that's cool and this is purely a uh, prime objective is just vacation trip, right? It's not a... Yeah, I'm not doing any comedy. Nice, that's fun. I mean, if somebody were to offer me comedy on Friday, I would do it, but I didn't even ask. So yeah. 
I don't even ask anybody. I, 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 I'm. Well, I think it's fun. Sometimes you I just don't want to. Yeah, sometimes you just want to be with your family. Yeah, and that's good. And that's sometimes you... you just get tired of asking people for work and nobody gives them. So it's easier to just go on a vacation. That's fine. No, that's, that's, uh, I've been in a, in a, I, I was very productive today with a lot of project things, uh-huh. but not necessarily some of the things I want to get done. And so I've been circling back around that whole asking for work thing and trying to get back on that bandwagon. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough one. It's hard. It's like, um, I hate it. I hate asking for work. I think everyone should know how spectacular I am and just automatically want to book me without me having to ask. And I know that that's not realistic. So um, I struggle with this, with that whole scenario a lot, you know? Well, and you look at how, um, you know, when, when people need to search for a job, how draining that whole process is. And that's kind of what we are constantly doing when you're in the entertainment or any type of this line of work where you're having to constantly grow your business, where you're always having to go face that potential rejection and say, gosh, will you hire me? Will you, can we do something together? Can I work at your event? Can we, whatever, can I provide a service for you? And um, so it's, it's draining. Uh, I, I, I go through phases where I hit it really hard and then I back off and then I, you know, your stamina wears down or whatever. So it kind of goes by my, my calendar. See that snot noise that you just made right there. That's the one I was talking about. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. In July. I can't I've wait got, to find out your fart noise, but it would turn off. Well, the- we all know I have a fart noise. So <laughs> one, two, uh, three, four. Five. Yeah, so I've only got like five shows in July, but also Andrew's having surgery that month. Oh, yeah. So I think that's fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but like August, I got nothing except Odd Otter so far. So I'm going to have to get ready to have to like gear up and start asking around. I have, uh, I have the comedy voice. I'll be um, coaching on that shows, but my weekends are empty. Here's the other thing, though. I put in for all these um, festivals and stuff. Yeah. And then when they start calling, you know, then then I'm sure there's going to be that's gonna some rearranging really that needs yeah. to be done. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be thing. I did. Um, I just I posted on Facebook yesterday, but I have a. I'm really excited about this. This is really big. I am speaking. I'm going to be one of the session masters at the Encounter 360, which is in Tampa, Florida in March. And that registration just opened up yesterday. And I think they're, they're, they've sold quite a few spots. There's only room for like, I don't know, like 10 or 20 people still. So um, that's cool. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited about it. I, uh, like, it's like, I have stuff on the calendar. Like I've got that on the calendar in March. But now between now uh-huh. and then, okay, well, what am I going to do between now and right. then? Right, yeah. There's there's things. Well, a lot of that is so much just about mindset. 
Mm-hmm. You know, just being like willing to go ask and be enthusiastic about it instead of like dragging your feet, like, oh, I got to do this. Like, it's so, you know, yeah. and like for me, I know I just got to get out and do some open mics so that people can see me and remember me because a lot of times, you know, that's how I book stuff is if I see people, I'm like, oh, I want to get them on the show. Mm-hmm. So, sure. yeah. Yeah. And um, I've had to put some thought into how hard I'm going to try to get booked for comedy. Like I, I love doing it. It's fun. I think I'm good. I'm not, I'm not like having a pity party about it. I just am. I don't want to take away focus from the other things that I'm doing so much that I try. I don't want to put effort into that and then not have effort go into something else. I want more effort to be going somewhere else. So I'm happy to get on shows and I haven't really turned anybody down unless there's been a date conflict when they've asked for comedy. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I'm not. But yeah, you can't spread yourself too thin. Yeah, I mean, I'll go to mics here and there, but not. I haven't committed enough to go to them just just to go. Right. So, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what did we learn from our Boise trip? What did we learn? I learned something. Yes. But I've learned it so many times. I don't know why I don't like fully learn it. But I need to approach every single show as if it is the biggest show that I've ever done in my life and that I'm really excited about it. Not that I wasn't excited about it. I don't want to sound like that. But like the level of prep I put into my set list Mm -hmm. needs to always be the same. Yeah, that's fair. That's all. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, I forgot that joke because I didn't really practice because I thought, oh, I'll just get up there and do whatever, you know. And Mm -hmm. that that just doesn't make the best. I'm not saying it was a bad show. I don't think anybody there didn't think I was a good comedian. But I felt like I let myself down in the fact that, like, I, I forgot a couple jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, how's that joke do. go? You know, and I don't, I don't do that. I don't like that. Yeah, and, and I get that's that's a good point. I actually was just reading in this book, and it was it's focused on preparing your speeches for for speaking, and it talked about how one of the things it talked about that made me think more about this too was how every time you have a gig, the first thing you should do, like at least a month out, at least as a speaker, is write out your outline of what you're going to do, and it's and and she said in this book, you, it doesn't mean you can't use other things from your past speeches, but the outline needs to be fresh and unique for every single one that you do, because you may have things you're going to reference that are specific to that group, or you may have other things. So then at least it feels like a fresh presentation that gives that value to that space. And, uh, and I want to carry that over into comedy too, where, okay, let me really think about what am I going to do for this room? Like I was so excited when I did that show the second day because the show was in that Hobby Lobby parking lot, you know, I mean, like the built, the business was in the same parking lot. And I thought, you know, I'm like the fifth or sixth person going up. Someone's going to say something about that. And, but you know, when you're from a town, you, you're going to a venue you go to, that doesn't stand out like, oh, this is weird. It's in this place. Mm-hmm. You come in from outside, you're like, oh. We're in a freaking Hobby Lobby parking lot in Boise, Idaho. 
this is just right. the funniest place to be having a pride. So I, so it forced me to really at least, and I was kind of in the moment, but to add that in before I even got into my set. Um, so. Yeah, they loved that line too. That was, yeah, I thought. Well, I, you know, I just uh, saw someone, I think it was Dana Wisson that posted this, that uh, she read someone say, and every time you go to a show, bring your notebook with you. And while you're waiting to go up or when you get there, notice three things in the room and try to write something about oh, like three things that you observe. Yeah, that you, you could use in your set right on the spot. Uh -huh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea, you know. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Yeah, that's a good idea. And you know, it's, it's interesting because I see comedians come when they're touring where they'll make a couple comments about the town uh -huh. or the something and and i've seen some of them where it's just kind of hacked but some of them really pull it off well when it's done well it really kind of brings the room together right right into even if, they're they, just, if you can tell it some that they say in every city whatever but you yeah. know i mean at least it, if you can bring something from the present in yeah. And we're all having an experience together. So yeah, I need to get even, better at that. Yeah, like when people say, oh, you know, this is the first town I've checked into the hotel and they had this. Or, you know, I walked here from the hotel and I ran into this situation, whatever, you know, like just whatever it can be, whether it's that or in the room. And the more specific to the show, the better. Like you're saying, like if it's in that room, then it's things that you're all seeing. Right. We had a good health hotel room, I thought. A good what? Hotel room. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. The only thing, it was um, the one um, drawback to that particular setup was just the way it was a big hotel. So you had to go a little ways to get to breakfast. Um, like we would have had to drive to breakfast. I mean, yeah. I would have had, well, of course I have to anyway, but yeah. and it wasn't like you just go down to the lobby. It's like, well, you go out here, go around these three buildings and, you know, go through the construction, you know, it was like, yeah. yeah. And the, yeah, the construction doesn't, didn't help, but, but the hotel itself was nice. And, and that's any, you know, when a complex gets that big, that's just how it's going to be, but. I know we saw those sketchy people and I was like I just didn't like the way they were all standing out there smoking but like looking around like no nah, I just didn't want them to see the stuff that we had in the car it was like yeah. but I never mm -hmm. saw them again and I didn't when I went out late night to get my uber eats I didn't see anything sketchy going on out there so yeah I'm still annoyed that I didn't get del taco because I've never had del taco and after watching Grace and Frankie I feel like I should have well, Del Taco is better if you don't get it from Uber Eats. That makes sense. Because like that, uh, what, so this is what I like to get. It's called a, a queso beef crunch tada. So it's like a crispy, like, tostada. And then it has queso, like, it has beef and, like, queso, you know, the cheese stuff. And then probably some beans and tomatoes and stuff. So it's like, if you have it nice and crisp, it's really good. But if you have been driving it around in your little, uh, Ford Focus for <laughs> you know an hour and a half or however long that guy had that by the time it got to me all the stuff had slopped off and it was not yeah. crisp anymore and I just remember I was so tired I just fell asleep to the sound of sherry crunching del taco <laughs> yeah not crunching because it wasn't crunchy oh but the thing del taco has that's so good 
Mm-hmm. Is they have these uh, crispy cheesecake bites. Oh. And so they're like crispy, like an empanada or something, but in the middle is like cheesecakey, custardy kind of. Oh. Mm. Speaking of crunch, though, I have to point out. So I, I did this TikTok video today, which I had to go to 7 Eleven last night at like, you know, midnight to get a, a sleeve of Oreos just because I wanted to make this TikTok video. And then I ate the Oreos last night, but I didn't have the uh, focus to make the TikTok video. So I saved one and I just left it on the counter <laughs> until today. And I was like, damn it, I need, I want to eat that Oreo. So I need to make this damn TikTok video. But I made this TikTok video and it's me basically splitting open an Oreo and eating it. But it's a duet with somebody else. And at the end, right when I take a bite of the Oreo, you hear a crunch like I'm like it's me biting into the Oreo. The ironic thing is that crunch was on the original video and it just happened to line up with when I took a bite. Oh. <laughs> so I just want to point out to the world that that wasn't me just like <laughs> gnarly eating my Oreo, but it's kind of funny because really subtle at the end, but I just need to get that off my chest. That's funny. Speaking of TikToks. Yeah. So of course I've been bugging Andy with this like, how many views I have. <laughs> I know. Like, all I, did, I knew this was, you know, like I put on my fucking swimming suit because when I, when I got that Mrs. Kisses bra and I put it on, I got like, how many views did I get from that? Like 9,000. I thought it was like 900 or something. I don't know. It was a lot. It was like, a, it was like a thousand, around a thousand, I think. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, shoot, I got a swimming suit. Let's put that on and see what we do. And then, um, yeah, it's gotten a lot of views. And it's funny today. I got my first, did I tell you, I got my first like negative comment. Yeah. yeah so uh, they told me that I should get one that fits. <laughs> oh my God. People are they so. Oh no, when you got boobs like this, nothing fits. Okay. Like that's the best you can do um yeah but it's just kind of funny and i'm like i've been thinking about this a lot because a lot of times let's say in let's say in the entertainment business or let's say even in comedy specifically Mm -hmm. um you're supposed to be like booking the funniest person but i know of times when women that i know have gotten booked for their looks or because somebody wants to have sex with them or uh, because they think that a young pretty girl will bring more people, you know, and I feel really torn about this whole issue. Just like in, in, in general, it's like, you know, our society rewards people for having good genes. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that there's anything better about that person. They just happen to be more, conventionally attractive or whatever and so there's a lot of people that are rich and famous just because they're pretty right now right and it's just like so unfair to those of us that are not you know but then it's like like do you blame the person that's capitalizing on their attractiveness or do you blame the system like who do you blame and does it really matter and like then I think about like feminism and it's like should we really be using our bodies to get things like that's you know well and and is it oh go ahead but when you get like how many views do I have on that 
that I start thinking, well, okay, maybe it's not so bad that like, if that's what I'm getting the attention now. So, right. So it's different, (laughs) but if I got to take my clothes off to get TikTok views, to get famous, I don't even care if they're laughing at me. I might do it. So, well, and, and I guess, I, yeah, I have, I, I completely get where you're coming from with the mixed feelings. Cause I, I kind of have mixed feelings about things too, because I, I saw this video the other day and it was somebody who had worked out a lot and they had a really good body and they made a comment about, I work really hard to look this good. So I'm going to, you know, walk around without a shirt on or whatever it was. And, um, and I thought, okay, so there's that point of it. If you're hitting the gym all the time and you are putting that much work into your body, then you maybe shouldn't have to feel bad about showing it off. Um, and how different is it with someone who happens to be really smart that does really well in a career because they had the genes to have intelligence or had whatever, like we all have these different things that, that give us an edge one way or another. So is it any worse for someone to be able to use intelligence versus looks? You know, why? Well, is- what if the job is being a teacher and someone is getting hired for the teacher job, which should be for intelligence, but they're getting hired for the teacher job because they're good looking. And see, and that's a good point. That's where it really is contradictory because that doesn't seem fair. And like, like in and comedy. Like, yeah, you should be funny. You should be funny. <laughs> yeah. Not pretty. And so that's, a, I guess that's the thing. It's if you're being hired for something that's relevant to your skill, and you're using your skill for that relevancy, then that seems like it should make sense. You know, if you're being hired to be a model because that's the body you have, or you're being hired to, you know, whatever. But if you're being hired for comedy or you're being hired for um, something that requires intelligence, it, it shouldn't matter what you look like. It shouldn't, but on the other hand, here's the deal. Uh, I started like looking through the people who have liked it and stuff. Cause usually like when I do my, I do bra uh, videos where I try on bras. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, DMS and comments privately from people about, from men about those. Mm-hmm. Oh, how are you doing your bra videos? Like, mm. it's funny that no women, not one woman has ever asked me about my bra videos. It's always dudes. But on this uh, swimsuit one, I tagged a certain things. Um, big girl TikTok, big girl hype, and I think big girl swimsuits or something like that. Because right now there is a movement for big women to put on bikinis and go on TikTok Mm-hmm. and film themselves because you know when you go your whole life everyone telling you you can't wear that you can't wear that you're too fat and finally women are saying like I want to wear whatever I want and so they're taking pictures of themselves in these so most of my likes and uh views and stuff are from women big women other big women so I see it almost in my case more as there's a few horny men that have been looking at it, you know, but it, mostly it's just back to what I'm really trying to do is show women that it doesn't matter how big you are, how old you are, whatever. You can do whatever you want to do. You can be whatever yeah. you want to be. And so it's really women empowering mm-hmm. more than anything else. You know, it's interesting. I saw again on, on TikTok. I may have been on there a little bit lately. I saw a video and it was just a, 
a cute younger guy, but he was commenting and saying, his video was saying, I am attracted to, you know, guys with chubby dad bods and none of them ever take their shirts off at the beach. So where are you guys? And it's interesting because as someone who may fit that description, I'm self-conscious about laying out on the beach with all of this, with my right. shirt off, but there's someone out there that's attracted to everything. And so as much as someone might not want to see it, someone else does want to see it. And so. Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, tomorrow. and not only that, but it's just like, not even about who wants to see it. It's just, I have the right to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so God only knows what I'm going to wear next people. I know you better get on to Sherry's TikToks and start subscribing. And yeah, I don't even it. I don't even have anything like in my on the back burner right now. I got to think about that a little bit. But um, yeah, swag. I have ideas for some more videos to make, but I'm trying to um, keep that to a specific amount of time per week that I do it. Yeah, it is a it's it's a time sucker if you let it yeah and it's one of those things where when i think about where i want to be getting business what i want to be doing the type of business i want to get isn't going to come from tiktok videos so i mean i can get i can get a following and i can get motivational stuff on there so it's not like i won't get any it's not that i don't see any value in it right. i just need to keep the you know the uh the right amount of time in play there we go do we have any comments today doesn't look like it everybody's quiet today maybe everybody's outside today it because is. it is a beautiful day it was nice yesterday to go to the river because we had not that was our well he goes there to play disc golf but i had not been there to go do my writing and since last summer so it was nice to go been there sorry it was nice to go there and spend some time. I got some writing done and uh, that was good. So yeah, that um, it's good to see your, your video of the river and or your photo of the river and knowing you were there. And um, I know I was thinking about that today. I thought about just going over to the park and taking a book and just sitting down and I'm, I've been doing a lot more reading lately. Mm -hmm. I'm working on getting through a couple different books at the same time. And, um, and I thought I should just go sit in the park and just be outside while I read. Um, and I never really got my act together because then I started printing stuff up. So I had to be here for that. And right. it was a project, but cool. it's be beautiful this weekend. Well, shoot. I oh, didn't... oh no. Well, we're, what? We're going to be. Okay, so I'm just looking at the calendar. So we have scrutiny here. We'll have it on the 30th. No, we won't have it on 30th. All right. So July 4th. 7th. July 4th, I got to tell everybody, I will be down on at Ruston at the Dunes Peninsula with one of my um, pop-up tents selling my books and shirts. So mm. come get an Own Your Awkward where, shirt. Where is that? Um, where at Dune Peninsula, which is at Point Ruston, it's the new park that they added oh. kind of by the yacht club. They're doing all the uh the, the fourth of July activity down there this year for Tacoma. And mm. so I will be down there. I will have a, a booth, look for the bright orange booth and come say hi. Bring me a a snack Ooh. or a cold beverage, whatever. 
Yeah, on the 6th, I will be in Oregon. So let me see where I'm going to be so I so can say it. Back from Vegas. Are you there for we the We get fourth? back on the 4th. Oh, okay. The morning of the 4th will be in town by like 9.30 because I uh, book these horrendous flights. Well, you know, because usually with Southwest, the only one that goes to... Uh, um, nonstop is the first one in the morning or the last one at night. Oh, and I right. knew that Dave would not want to wait around all day for a flight. So, because Dave doesn't like to travel. So anyway, I'll be in Albany, Oregon uh, at the garage on July 6th. So that's a Wednesday night. I'll be headlining down there. Um, it's just so weird when you think about two weeks that we're already going to be into that, you know, first week of July already by the time we're back. I know. We just now had like our first nice day or whatever. So I know. Crazy. Well, okay. Well, now it's time to enjoy it. Live it. Live it. Live it up. Um, I thought of something else I wanted to say, but what was it? You were going to New York or going to Oregon. You're going to be at the garage. You were saying how you're, oh, Dave doesn't like to, to wait around for flights. So you do the early horrendous ones. I do. Back on July 4th. We're staying in New York, New York this time. I've never stayed there. So I'm kind of excited. Oh, now I, I got this particular room because it has a, a hot tub that looks like it has like a seat within it. A lot of times you go to a hot tub and then you got to dive way down and then I can't yeah. get back out. But it looks like this is like a four-person hot tub in the room. Nice. Wow. I also think it's only a king room. And <clears> I think <throat> I booked that thinking I could get a uh, rollaway bed for Andrew. So if I can't get a rollaway bed for Andrew, I might be having to move to, I don't know. Like it's all just kind of up in the air. So I'm actually kind of excited to not know where I'm going to yeah. end up. It's actually kind of fun for me to go like, Ooh, like, and you know how most rooms, like they have one that they're attached to. So maybe I can even. Yeah. Just get the one right next door too. You know? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. The cool thing there is uh, you're saying it in New York, New York. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know where else you can do a half a million things all at a quarter to three. Do you know that song? <laughs> it's Huey Lewis in the news for anyone that is young or has musical taste and does not know what that is. Oh, and also the band's name is the news. Huey Lewis is a performer. <laughs> right. <laughs> As we learn, we're in the hotel room. I said this really quick for people who missed the dialogue on, on the Facebook. We're in the hotel room. And Sherry's like, oh, my God, this person just referred to Bon Jovi. I called them an idiot. I said, this idiot. Yeah. Yeah, this idiot just referred to Bon Jovi as a person. The band's name is Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi is the person. <laughs> so I didn't say anything to Sherry. I just get on TikTok, on Facebook, and I'm like, note to self. <laughs> I just learned. <laughs> and, yeah. So and I didn't a, know that. The same goes for... Uh... What was the other one? Oh, Leonard Skinner was that one? No. Or there was something else. Oh, Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen. Van Halen, yeah. Apparently, Van Halen is the band. Um, what's um, Aerosmith's band's name? 
anyway we have I a really good realized i gotta get a haircut before i go look at this hot mess yeah i was gonna say are you taking that with you oh i don't know a lot last time i was there i just got a haircut while i was there it's kind of nice i remember that you just get one at the hotel and then like that day your hair's already done like no i do that again I actually just signed up for haircut on July 7th, our next scrutiny day, like earlier in the day, oh, really? um, because that was the first opening. And I mean, this is getting insane. Like, because Are you going to have to shave your mustache too? No, but um, I actually, um, I put in the notes on the, you know, comments for the appointment. I said, don't let me leave without scheduling my next appointment. Uh -huh. <laughs> because I always wait to schedule it until I notice that I need it. And then it's like another two weeks before I can get in. Right, I know. And, um, so, and my barber is awesome. Love the guy, he's very good. I'm so, you know, I understand why he's a couple weeks out. It's my own bad planning, but next time I'm gonna be like, okay, I gotta get it on the calendar because this is getting ridiculous. All right. So next time they see us, we're gonna have better air. Yes, we're going to have rocking hair. All right, well, I smell food, so I'm going to go out there and eat. I think my husband's prepared something. Well, that's fun. Right. I'm going to go head to my Toastmasters meeting and uh, have a little snack on the way. All right, so we'll see everybody in two weeks. Two weeks.